0: Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. I, of course, am your host, KC Phoenix. And yeah, we're doing a Conversations with KC. And also, if any of you are watching the video, my lighting is not the best in here right now, but most people are usually listening to the podcast. So I guess it's whatever. But I have a guest with me that was kind enough to come on my show before. We actually did the Show on the telephone is what happened. And now we're doing the studio setup, and here we are. And I will let that guest introduce himself once again.
1: Hi, Casey. Uh, good to see you again. My name is Wajid Hassan, and uh, I'm currently based in uh, near Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I wrote a book back in 2020 called uh, The Struggle for World Sanity. And it seems that the struggle for world sanity uh, continues. Uh, we just, seems that we're in a, getting more and more of a mess. And uh, part of me writing the book was to let your listeners know that there's a solution to all the madness.
0: Yeah, you know what, Th- that's one thing that I've noticed, but I, I do my best to remain optimistic. And they say that, what what's the old saying? It's always darkest before the dawn. Right. So um, right. I guess I'm Absolutely. sort of leaning on that a little bit. What, what are your thoughts on what has transpired recently since we last spoke?
1: Well, it, it seems you're right. It seems that uh, the world condition seems to be getting worse. We have this war going on between... Uh, you know, all, all wars, I believe, were, were planned a long time ago. They, they, there's no such thing as a sudden war. I think there's forces behind the scenes that make a lot of money out of war. There's a lot of profit to be made out of war, out of people suffering. And and if this escalates, you know, we could we could we could be looking at possibly you know uh, World War Three. But let's hope that doesn't happen. Then on top of that, you know, the the oil companies, you know, took advantage of the situation, had nothing to do with the wall, So they deliberately raised the prices of gas and their, their stocks and their profits just went sky high. Um, all of a sudden, inflation kicks in. And so there's a lot of uh, apathy uh, in the po- general populace right now, not only in America, but the whole worldwide. I mean, we had Sri Lanka nearly going into bankruptcy because you know again uh, banks, you know, international banks give loans to countries and they pretty much own them, and so Sri Lanka couldn't make their uh, interest payment, which was like sixty-eight million dollars, you know, yeah. <laughs> to this to the to the IMF, and you know, all of a sudden everything went high, haywire. So. It seems as powers that be that control the finance, that control the economy, that control the wars, seem to be uh, tightening the screw in, screws. In, uh, I, I think because, you know, I think these are the last days of the old order. I think you're right. The things will get darker before they get better. And, you know, we're also in an age, in the Aquarian age now from the Piscean age, and, which is pushing mankind astrologically and mentally and psychically to conform uh, to service to have this um, uh, aspect of unification, knowing that we are one race, and we're not just a bunch of different races, different religions that, you know, we're on we're on planet Earth to learn, to evolve and to be happy. We're not we're not supposed to be in this scenario. This is our own making, we can't blame any kind of divine source for our problems and we have to take responsibility now and fix these problems we can't we can't blame it on anybody else but ourselves and you know like mahatma gandhi said you know be the change you want to see in the world and you know the only solution right now is is i don't think it's a religious solution cuz religions have caused more pain and suffering than anything I think it's more of a spiritual re- solution, getting back to spiritual basics. That's the only thing that's going to cure uh, mankind of this uh, ailment that we've allowed ourselves for centuries. And this has to change. If it doesn't change, then you know we're, we're the future doesn't look good. But in regards to the future, uh, many, including my own yogi master an Englishman by the name of Dr. George King have said that there is going to be a new age on this planet of peace and enlightenment. But it, like you said, it is going to get worse before it gets better.
0: Well, one thing that I will say, and when you were talking about apathy as well, when it comes to people not necessarily being, what's the word? You know what? Okay, I'm going to phrase it this way. I feel like People are plugged into the matrix in a way and they're caught in the stuff that doesn't always matter versus focusing on the stuff that does matter. When it comes to and I don't really talk about politics on the show because quiet as is kept. I don't really like many politicians at all. I honestly feel that it isn't a political issue per se. I've always felt it was a classism issue. I don't feel that there's a racial issue. I feel that there's a classism issue where it's people who are in the upper part that, and not saying all of them are bad because I know people in that upper part, in the upper echelons that have so much money, they don't even know what to do with it. I'm saying that there are some of those people who feel like, Others are trying to take or that they have to take more in the upper echelons. And those people in the upper echelons, they look at the people who may not be as well off. It's sort of like cogs in a wheel or sort of like just numbers that make the matrix function. There isn't, they don't place a significant value on people, even though all people, because we're all created from source. And because of that, we're already royalty anyway. So we have a very significant value is what we have. So I just think it's the thing about class and it's about grabbing more control. Certain things that have happened over the last few years, I feel has been a power grab. It's like, okay, let's get people worked up about this. Let's get people worked up about that. Instead of people focusing on building relationships, building up families, Um, having quote unquote morals, even though the word moral can be subjective as well. Um, It's just a thing of community. Everything that has happened over the past few years has seemed like it's been an attack on making people feel more isolated so they can just feel like that single number. So they can't interact with the other cogs in the wheel and they can keep this whole machine, this whole matrix going. Do you see where I'm coming from on that?
1: You you know what, Casey, you totally hit the nail on the head. You know, totally. Uh, I 100% agree with you. Um, and, you know, the elites or the people in power uh, think that they're above. There's some, there's some religions that claim they're better than other religions. And it's all, it's all a lie. It's all a fallacy. Um, you know, if, if you look at the bigger picture, if you look at mankind as a whole, there's no difference between a billionaire and, and, you know, uh, a peasant in South Africa, in, in South America or India. Uh, there is no difference. We're all part of, uh, the original divine that, you know, involved itself billions of years ago. And we're all part of this one entity. We're all part of this one life. And so when, when I talk about coming back to spiritual, uh, values, spiritual, you know, two things that, that need to be re- readdressed, um, and the major religions have, have lied to the masses about this. But first of all, um, children, before they learn about math and science and hygiene, they need to be taught, first of all, the law of karma, the divine law of karma, the action reaction. Is opposite and equal. You know, Jesus said that as you sow, so shall you reap. Mm-hmm. Buddha said, you know, action reaction is opposite and equal. They need to be taught that that you know you're welcome to do whatever you want to do, so long as you're willing to face uh, the consequences for it. Like recently, we had these 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 awful mass shootings, and what what people don't realize is like if you murder somebody uh you can probably get away with it in, in regards to man law man's law with maybe hiring a decent lawyer you can maybe get away scot free. But according to the divine law, you won't get away with that because um because of that action of murdering somebody you either in this life or the next life will actually suffer a similar fate. And now not to not to punish you because the divine law doesn't punish but to teach you that you don't do these things and so another aspect of truth again that i wrote in my book and that needs to be addressed you know worldwide is the truth of reincarnation and like i said the major religions have hid this in fact um christian scholars are now coming forward that the christian religion actually hid that 700 years ago reincarnation was taught in the christian religion but they changed this one life to live business so that they can control the masses so if the truth of first of all the law of karma and second of all reincarnation uh, was taught openly and, and it's been said that those who have hidden this truth of reincarnation will themselves be replaced because you can only hide the truth for a certain while lies can only lie stay lies for a while but eventually truth Truth will unveil itself. What will happen if the whole world accepts reincarnation? First of all, the wars will decrease because people will think twice about going to war thinking that they 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 you know they're gonna murder somebody who could have been a brother or sister or, or a or a father or mother in the past life. And it and also it it answers the so called imbalance of life. I mean, if this so called, if you just had one life to live, then the whole divine law would be, would be, would be uh, totally futile. There is, you know, why is somebody born rich? Why is somebody born poor? Why is a child born with cancer at the age of two? Why is somebody disabled? I mean, these are, these are consequences or reflections from their past life. And so we come through different, many lives different cultures, different races, different religions, even different sexes, uh, to learn what? To learn the classroom called life. This beautiful planet that we live on is a beautiful classroom that we've come. My Yogi master said, there's only one reason we're here on this planet. Not two, only one reason. That's to raise our consciousness, go into deep states of meditation, going to bliss, going to higher, higher vibrational sequences, going to higher mental realms uh and enjoy uh our you know our evolution enjoy experience that's what we're here for we're not here for greed and war and and uh you know malice and murder and you know money in fact money is, has been said uh, you know is has been but some of the higher beings that contacted my yogi master said that that the economic system of this world is, is a cancer in the heart of spiritual man because it keeps everybody in debt. You know, if you're in debt, you're a slave to the system. So materialism, I mean, everybody need everybody needs a roof over their head. Everybody needs food. Uh, of course, we all need the basic necessities, but after that, you know, it's the spiritual that counts, Helping helping others, being of service, unifying the planet. That's the call of action today and uh, unfortunately these people in power eventually will go down i mean you look at you look at history you look at the roman empire look at the nazis look at the fascists look at the communists you look at genghis khan or any of these di- dictators that rule by force they all went down because the law of karma allows people to be in power for a certain time but evolution has to continue and you know mankind will fall till they realize, I think the financial system will collapse in the future. And I think uh, eventually mankind will start realizing that there's more to life than, than making ends meet in the material things of life, which the so called pleasures of life, you know, the fancy cars and, you know, the flashy houses and all that all that doesn't really count to nothing in the end going to leave all it all behind anyway right Right.
0: you can't (laughs) take it with you and also now i'll be honest i i like nice things (laughs) i just (laughs) i just do you know guilty as charged now i will say that when it comes to the financial system it's all an illusion that's all it is i i wish they would get rid of the federal reserve i wish they would redo a lot of things in government as related to finances. The stock market is an illusion as well. And I I try to help people see that because one thing that's kind of funny to me is that people are like, oh, buy gold, buy silver. It's like, wait a second. So if the financial system crashes, you're going to go into Kroger's or Target or Walmart and the, the American dollar won't be worth anything anymore, but they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll take gold. I I doubt it. And then also when on a when it comes to things crashing on things just going apocalyptic, I guess one could say. I don't see money having value. I only see strength having value, meaning the person who is strong enough to take what they want or what they need. Because somebody was giving this example yesterday on a podcast I was watching. And he was talking about how um, someone owns a home and you have a deed to the house. All it is is a piece of paper. If it goes apocalyptic and the police aren't there, law enforcement isn't there to enforce anything, a group of people could come to your house and say, this house is ours now because we have... Yeah. the means to secure this house and that person's gonna be, but no, 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 I have this piece of paper here. They're going to be like, and <laughs> so I, I really feel a lot of things are illusions as well.
1: Well, it, they are because, um, you know, like you say, in the end, you can't take it with you. There's nothing wrong with having good taste and whatever, but it's just the exploitation you know how many how many yachts do you need you know you know what i'm right. saying and while while millions starve and that's the problem you know they said this one wise master said there's only one sin on this planet that's ignorance people are ignorant and what they need to understand is the you know the first first the, the first truth that they need to understand is that we're all interconnected and so you know, a billionaire could come back uh, as, as, a, as a pauper in the next life if they don't use their money correctly. That's just the way the, the law of karma works. Now, you know, I, some I, works. Was,
0: I wanted to play devil's advocate for a second and, and do this on the billionaire's side. Because one thing that has always been said, being smart and being wise are two different things. For some of these people who have lots of money, they may be ridiculously smart, but they may not be that wise because age doesn't always bring wisdom and money doesn't always bring wisdom either. For them, and some of them, obviously not all of them, I'm not trying to paint too broad of a brush here. They may see giving money to the poor is not resolving the issue. It's almost like, You can give a man a fish or you can teach him how to fish, you know, and feed him for a lifetime. That old saying in their mind. And again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. They might see just giving the money away as a waste because it doesn't fully solve the issue for those people who are not wise, where it's like, okay, you know what, if I give them money. It may not solve the issue, but if I build schools here or if I do this and teach them about how the financial system works and and educate them to know how to deal with certain things or if I help them learn how to farm or, or do whatever and give them the money for the infrastructure to sustain them while they are going through whatever journey they're going through in their lives, that would make a difference. I feel that some of those people in that upper echelon, they're not wise enough to do that. They're only smart, so they can't make sense of it. It's just like, oh, well, if I give a million dollars to somebody in Kenya, then it's not going to fix the issue. It's just it'll hap- you know, it'll fix it temporarily. But then after another six months, they're going to be back in the same issue again. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, pouring money out to people is not going to fix it, but helping helping people build their lives and helping them educate them and all that, again, that's part of service. That's part of what's being called on right now. But people who own yachts and islands and all that are probably not thinking that way. What they don't understand is that they're intimately connected to to the poor as they are connected to their family. And that's one aspect of truth that mankind is has not accepted yet. It's only till you reach certain states of enlightenment that that you realise even your enemy is closer to you than your family. That we are one unit as a human race. You know, we came here. We, you know, we created different um, um, you know experiences as as different races. There's no such thing as different races. You know, we, we come here as different races, as dif- in different religions, even in different economic situations to learn uh, life in itself. But if you see, if you look at the practical spiritual people, like, um, you know, there was this one guy in in uh, Pakistan who people in the West don't even know about. Um, he's, he was a person by the name of Edie. And he created a, uh, a charitable institution which helped millions of you know homeless children and and people who were destitute, and he and he generated a tremendous amount of, of money. And this guy just lived in one room with his wife and just wore basic clothes. He no material things didn't interest in him. He had no interest in material things, and that's the mark of a man: is that um, you know you have the basics, you know, like you say, a roof over your head, food, and that's really all you need. You may have a little uh, something on the side for retirement, but nobody, but nobody, you know, uh, karmically is, you know, should have a salary of 20, $30 million a year. It's just absurd. It's just totally absurd because it's just all about power. It's got nothing to do with money. It's power over people. By, by having this uh, amount of wealth to control people. And uh, to be honest, I think it's evil, you know, because uh, metaphysically speaking for one millionaire, there'll be a million people that are poor. It, it's just the way the, the law works in regards to humanity as a whole. So again, the third truth that needs to be thrown out to humanity is that we are all one that the even the terrorists that we can't stand are still connected to us. And I don't like that truth, but that is the reality of the situation. And s- till we stop blaming other people or blaming other countries and take the responsibility and also forgive and forget and start moving into service for everybody, regardless of race, color, creed, or religion, um that's the only solution that's going to fix the planet there is no other everything else has been tried politics is a laugh because it it divides Uh, people people get passionate they hate somebody from another political system so politics doesn't work because there's no spirituality in politics there's no cooperation between one party and the other party always one party is better the other party is wrong and it's rubbish I mean, not only in this country, but in all countries around the world. The economic system of unfair distribution has not worked. Wars have not worked. Uh, more wars create more wars. Uh, people are polluting the planet, but one thing also that needs to be realized is that we're also we're also mentally polluting the planet with our thoughts. Thoughts are real, these thoughts of hatred, they, they affect people, and so, another solution that's been that's been asked as part of the spiritual solution is to send out energy spiritual energy through prayer sending out from the heart center from the palm of the hands and transmuting this uh look at social media today casey i mean nothing but hate yeah you know on social media every everybody's hating each other you know behind the behind the keyboard and all this needs to be stopped because thoughts Thoughts affect everybody. And so we need a transmutation of thought, uh, a kind of a peaceful mental revolution, if you like, and and send this transmitting transmuting energy of white pranic energy. It's the same energy that Jesus used to heal the, the sick and raise the dead and kill the blind. It's the same healing energy that every healer on the planet knows uh that work It's tangible it's, it's it's like electricity just on a different octave and people need to start realizing that we are not not only receivers of spiritual energy which which comes as pranic energy from the sun but we're also transmitters of energy we're energy fields we're energy recipients and that is also you know my yoga master Dr King said there's only one energy crisis on this planet and that's the spiritual energy crisis if we can resolve that and send power out uh there will be you know it will in, it, it won't kill it won't uh, harm anybody but it will transmute and change uh, the thought pattern of the planet for for for, for the better it doesn't it doesn't. It doesn't damage. It doesn't. It's not dangerous. It changes for the better, and that again is a call of action today. If we're going to save our planet,
0: and I want to ask you something because it's kind of two things. They're a little bit similar, but a little bit separate. For one thing, when we were talking, when you were talking about social media and how there's so much hate on social media. This is going back to what I was talking about before, where people are feeling isolated and alone. And because of that, there's a decline of mental health. And the only way to get out their frustration, because I feel like some people just are in the energy of, I'm not being heard. And once they get this phone in their hands, it's like, okay, well, I'll be heard here and I can go after whatever. And and it's a hurt person going after people because they want to it's almost like you know how they say energy isn't um created nor destroyed it's only transferred from one party to the next and it's like they have this negative energy already in them because they're in a a state of pain isolation and declining mental health so they have to get this negative energy out some type of way and being on the internet on the keyboard. It's like, okay, getting rid of that energy, but they're staying stuck in it. It's It just, you have to wonder what is the best way to break that cycle? Because I feel like it it will be a cycle that continues because as you're putting out that negativity, it's going to hit the other person. And some people might be able to deflect it, because some people can easily deflect ne- negativity. Other people will end up absorbing that negativity and then they're going to transfer it to somebody else, just like that person at the keyboard transferred it to them. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. And, um, you know, I had a chance to meet with the, the, the grandson of uh, Mahatma Gandhi um, uh, a while ago in Los Angeles. And he um, he he got on the podium and he said, as a fourteen-year-old, he was a very angry um, young man. And when he was living with Mahatma Gandhi for two years, and what Mahatma Gandhi taught him was that, like exactly like you said, that the 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 anger and and the dis- and the distrust and the hatred can be transmuted. It's the same energy, right? it can be transmuted into in, in, into something more positive. So you can transmit the anger and the hate in you uh, you know, uh, using the emotion of love and transmit and creating something positive. Like I belong to a group of people from over 35 uh, countries, we, we meet regularly online. And we send this power out on a daily basis, I can give you the website, it's free. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wants to join in. So we have groups of people in different countries that are, instead of, you know, putting hate behind the curtains of social media, uh, we're transmuting that and sending this energy out uh, as a positive transmuting energy. And that's, you know, I think that's part of the mass murdering and and the hatred knowledge is that people want to be heard, but they want to be heard in a violent way. That's, you know, it's like negative reinforcement you know, as a kid, if you did something bad, it was a way of, you know, showing that you needed attention. And 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 you're right. And there's different ways of doing that. You don't have to be isolated and angry. You can join people together and raise, and this hatred and and apathy and you know differences uh, into something that's universal, that's going to change. That's that's loving. And and, and and that heals, and that's what we need. We need healing right now. The planet needs healing. And we need to heal our mental, our physical, our psychic, uh, and our emotional minds at this particular point, absolutely. And
0: also, so as we're getting close to wrapping up here, I have two questions for you, or two topics, I should say because you, um, we started off talking about karma, but also I want to talk about something else because one of my latest favorite movies, because I enjoyed it. Some people didn't like it, but I enjoyed it, that came out. So karma-wise, I, I was thinking about this today when it comes to what happened with slavery. And part of me feels that there is a curse on Caucasian people. I don't have any type of negative energy towards Caucasian people. I'm not one of those people where it's like, oh, everyone's racist or anything like that. I don't operate like that. Um, but when I was analyzing something, I was thinking about, okay, it seems like everyone has been attacking Caucasian people as of late. And it's like these people who are being attacked, most of them are not racist. They're not, they weren't any part of whatever their ancestors did. Going back to the ancestors part, do you think that this is sort of like a generational curse where it's saying okay the the, the, the the okay let me get my words out the minority was treated this way back then because you were not part of it and you don't know exactly what happened I have to place this on you to teach you what it was like back then to teach you what your ancestors did. Now, I'm not saying whether this is true or not. I'm just attempting to make sense of something. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, you can't blame uh, the current uh, Caucasian race for, for what happened in the past. Because, it, you know, it's, it's again, if you look at the law of karma, um, those who, who enslaved in the past, no matter who they are, if they're Arabs, they're enslaved in the Middle East, which there was a lot of slavery that went on there, a lot of slavery in other countries as well, not only in America, but looking at the law of karma again, you know, if you enslave somebody uh, in your next life, you will also be enslaved, again, not to punish you, but to teach you. So you can't blame one race for the deeds of the past um, but you can forgive. Uh, you know, that's again, nobody, nobody wants to forgive. Everybody wants to blame. And, and that's another aspect of truth is forgiveness is to transmute the past and move on and, and, and create more positive, uh, ideology than just going into the past. People are holding on to the past. It's a kind of a warped sense of hatred that they want to just keep that hatred you know, of, of of things that happened in the past, not to forget the past, absolutely <laughs> not. We don't forget the past, but we move on with forgiveness and kindness and love. And that's what people are not willing to do. They're always willing to blame the black race or the white race or the, or the Asian race. It's always the Jews or the Catholics or this in these days it's the muslim you know it's it's all rubbish it's all a lie. lies like you said it's an illusion you know to stop blaming other races it's it's ridiculous because we all we are all parts of, of races you know no black man is going to be a black man forever in in each in incarnation he may come back as a as a white man as a japanese man as a russian You know and so we're here as a race to learn our culture and and the positive aspects of our culture but that doesn't mean we're gonna uh, you know uh, that doesn't mean i'll I'll be part of a brown race in my next life i could i could be somewhere in you know in, in iceland or something like that so there's no there's no guarantee that if you're born this race and that religion that the next life you will be born it's, you know, or if you live in a nice climate, you ne- next life, you'll be in a nice climate. You'll have all these different experiences that go on for millions and millions of lives to eventually that will evolve into a race of human beings that ca- take care of human beings. And, you know, that is the message, the message of universal appreciation, the message of love, the message of healing, um, that... Uh, that's still very, very unpopular these days if you look
0: around. Now, I guess, final thing, (laughs) there is a movie, as we are wrapping up here, it came out not too long ago this year, it's called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness with the Scarlet Witch, (laughs) but mostly the multiverse. Do you have any thoughts on that? Do you think that there is a universe where there is another us in there.
1: Well, I mean, there, there's different planes of existence on this planet that we're not even aware of. Um, uh, you know, a yogi master can project consciously to these different realms. Uh, my master said there's, there's four realms be- below us and six realms above us that we're not even aware of unless you're psychic or be able to project to those. So we live in a multidimensional planet already. Uh, When we die, again, based on our vibration, if we've been a mass murderer or a rapist or whatever, we go to some of these lower levels. Uh, Again, not to to punish, but to teach. Um, And if you've been kind and been of service, you go to some of these higher realms and you stay there for a while, to learn different experiences, you pass on from those realms, and you reincarnate back on onto these realms. Uh, science has proved just looking at this, uh, just this galaxy with millions of stars. It, it's it's an impossibility to say there's no such thing as uh, as life on other planet. It, it's, it's it's a joke now if anybody says that. It's it's ridiculous. Um, there could be similar worlds uh, in this galaxy. The, you know uh, from what I've been told there's um, many many uh, humanoid uh, uh, races in this galaxy uh, based on the information that my yogi master received. So yeah we're not alone. Uh, we live in a multi-dimensional uh, uh, planes. Uh, there's multi-dimensional planes on different planets. There's civilizations on higher realms that we can't even see who are more advanced scientifically and spiritually than we are. Um, There may be even humanoid races on other planets that are more barbaric than we are. But uh, I can tell you one thing, we're not alone. That's, That's the biggest lie I've ever heard now. And people in the past used to laugh about UFOs and other people from other planets. People aren't laughing anymore now that science has expanded everybody's horizons.
0: Hmm. Okay, so, but as for... Maybe having a duplicate, which that's something that they talk about too, even now here on this earth, where some people could be time travelers and things like that but i have I've always thought it would be interesting if there was another me on another planet in another uh, two of you,
1: Lord help us if there's two of you. <laughs>
0: It's just things like that interest interest me. It really does.
1: Oh, I, I I totally agree on that possibility. Totally, I believe there's there could be somebody like me somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> totally. If we're all part of the same aspect, there's I I I, I, I definitely uh, concur with that with that idea, ideology. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to explore. I even had seen something because
1: well, there's double this double what do they call them? Doppelheim, hangers or something. Yeah. Doppelgangers even on this planet, right? People meet up and they look similar. So yeah, it's even happening on this planet. You know, people have met up and they look very, very, this, look very, very like wear the same kind of clothes. So it's not even limited to other spheres or other planets. It's, it's happening on this planet. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twin souls, you know, you never know. Yeah. It's a good it's a good concept. I haven't really researched it, but it's a, it's a very um, plausible uh, idea, for, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just... There was a case of this one guy, he was on a plane in Scotland. Guy had a beard and everything. I think he, you may have saw it on the internet. And the guy sitting next to him had the same beard, the same face, same clothes.
0: Wow. I haven't you know? seen that one.
1: <laughs> it was um, uncanny and they don't didn't even know each other. So, Hmm. you know.
0: Well, yeah, I think that things will, okay, let me back up. I believe that people will see lots of things as the future opens up due to technology, science, and what have you. I I even had a vision because sometimes I can see things in the future or see things before they happen because you already know I'm an intuitive And one of the things that I had seen was that people are going to be able to fly like Superman. And the reason is, from what I had seen, it's going to be the the suit that they're wearing It's going to do something where it interacts with the environment, which gives the person the ability to float and move and, and do things. And...
1: Well, it, it, it's already possible with, with some of the yogi adepts in, in the East. Uh, my, my yogi master could levitate. It's a case of changing the consciousness, the vibration of the body to a higher state of being. And, and you can levitate. It's not something that, that's new. It's been done in the past. And, and you're right, in the future, people will be able to fly, uh, maybe not in the physical body, but they could use their astral body which has been said is like the finest spaceship that's ever been devised in the galaxy. And you can project in full consciousness from one side of the galaxy to the other in a split second. So those abilities, again, are not science fiction uh, um, dreams. Those are actually realities. I think the new, uh, yeah, uh, the new, you know, in the new age, people will be able to move freely. There will be no cars. Or planes or whatever people be able to move freely from one side of the planet to the other just using their using their higher bodies absolutely that's that's going to be a fact yeah
0: well i yep. um what i have seen was it's going to be the physical body is what's going to happen like they're going to have on all...
1: it's the physical body but it, it's an it, it'll be on a higher vibrational s- sequence than, than the Base physical, the vibrations of the of the physical body will be higher in order in order to make it lighter and in order to project it using thought and moving around the planet. Absolutely. So you're
0: talking more on a level similar to telekinesis, is what? Yours.
1: No, telekinesis is moving objects with your mind. Well, actually, yeah, yes, I think you're right. You it's moving your, your body self. with your mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yep. Which I already believe that telekinesis is possible in, through science, where because some people don't know this, but they can track your brainwaves and stuff. Because I've watched it on TV, where if you think about certain things, they'll they'll have you connected to a machine, and it creates certain waves. Where they're like, "Oh, this person is thinking about that. They're thinking about this, or or what have you." I feel that there will be a way to connect. Things to your mind technologically and then you'll be able to do stuff that way without the technology. It would take a superior mind to move things with without technology like the person would have to be on a whole nother level.
1: Well, I mean, they can attach robotic arms and legs now to you uh, using mind impulses, you can move them. I mean, that's just basic aspects of that. Yeah, that's happening already. Um, science is, uh, the thing is science is advancing, but it's advancing. It seems like the best brains on the planet are uh, creating, you know, weaponry of more sophisticated <laughs> weaponry, as opposed to, you know, things that will help mankind. So science needs to advance Again, with, what's the motive of, of advancing science? The motive of, of advancing science is that it can be used to help others and not destroy. And that's also a, a, a consideration that we need to do now that we are advancing scientifically.
0: Yeah, that's one thing because it can be abused. Um, that I heard, or one thing that always stuck with me, where it was from a cartoon, and she said there's only two powers in this world, the power to create and the power to destroy and it seems like what you were saying the people with the best minds they're they're making these things they're creating things but it's to destroy other things versus creating things to create more life or bring more positivity into the world so yeah right. it's just whatever people's instincts are not everyone always has good intentions sadly so yeah i guess we'll go ahead and leave it here i I thank you for coming on the show again. I I really, really appreciate that. I, I always have such a fun time speaking with you because it's always very relaxing and I always gain some extra knowledge too. So I always enjoy the conversation.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it as well because we're talking about subjects that haven't really been dis- uh, discussed openly in the in the general media, and it's important that people learn these things. All
0: right, and well. how can people Absolutely. get to you and your book and anything else you want to like your um the websites you were mentioning the. Uh,
1: yeah. If if they want to, I have I have it all on my website, so they can just go to my website, which is uh wajidauthor.com W A J I D A U T H O R Author. One word wajidauthor.com dot com. And it has uh links to this uh to the to the online services that I belong to, to my Yogi Masters organization and some of the stuff that I do as well.
0: Okay. Perfect. Well, wajid thank you so much for coming back on the show and having a conversation with Casey and Until next time, everyone, and also don't forget everyone, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.